0: Have you ever been in God's plan and ended up in something you didn't plan on being in? We've been speaking this week about prison. And today's subtopic is something that we we always shout about but don't understand the real background behind it. And what I want to talk about this morning is breakthrough. Yeah, breakthrough. And... When you have to remain focused, you'll have to prove that you are focused on getting and getting what God has called you to have. We look at the book of Mark chapter 2, and it reads thus, When Jesus returned to Capernaum, several days later, the news spread quickly that he was back home. Soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room, even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd. So they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat, right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My child, your sins are forgiven. Even a paralyzed man, in which when he gets together with people who are focused, finds Jesus, gets healed immediately. And the first point I want to make is that when you think about this story and how the man is paralyzed, and people will not help him, and people not believe that he should be healed, and the crowd technically blocks him from getting to Jesus, ordinary people shouldn't tell extraordinary people what they can and can't do. Ordinary people shouldn't tell extraordinary people what they can and can't do. What God has placed in you, you know what it is, and the people who don't have it, of course, might be jealous. The people who are not on that level that God's put you on will have things to say, but those ordinary people should not deter you from your purpose. The ordinary people in your life that you come across should not deter you from the breakthrough that God has planned for you. Because in life, it is not either or. It is both and. It's not either or when it comes to the life. Remember, life is a series of problems. It's not either or. It's both and. And the worst thing when we think about breakthroughs, the worst thing in life is to succeed at something that's not for you. To succeed in something that's not for you, going through relationships, going through the the jobs that you have, things that you know very well God has not bestowed upon your life. But then you say, well, why am I in this? I'm not happy. This is not what what, what I want, but you picked it. So we have to bind the victim mentality that we carry with us time after time after time because the victim mentality makes us feel. Now, we think about the paralyzed man. He didn't play a victim, although he was paralyzed. He was in a prison that he wasn't able to physically move himself. But people came and guided him along the path. So why do I say that? Because the question I have to ask, how do we serve a multi-gifted God, but won't break out the gifts that we have in ourselves? We, we, we call God all of these names. Jehovah Jireh and Jehovah. We have all of these names for God. But yet when it comes to the gifts that we have, we, 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 we don't want to talk about those things. What are you good at? No, nothing, nothing. But I serve God and I believe in him though. He's good at all the things. I'm not, I'm not good at anything. How do we serve a multi-gifted God but won't but we'll, we'll even take the opportunity to break out of the gifts that we have in ourselves Why we put ourselves in that prison? that I can't. He can, but I can't. When we think about, about metaphors, metaphors highlight and hide. And it's it's an English type of thing, for ELA, you know, I'm a teacher. Metaphors highlight and hide. It highlights the promise and it hides the work it takes. So what we need in life is breakthrough. And the first thing you have to understand, I just spoke about a few, a few seconds ago. It's the fact that we have all these names for God. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Jehovah Nisi, the God who reigns in victory. Jehovah Shalom, the prince of peace. We have all of these names for God. But a name that I came across that I think we should be talking about more is Belperazim. Belperazim. And Belperazim simply means Lord of the Breakthrough. That's the God that I got to talk about this morning. The Lord of the breakthrough. All the other, the names of God can can help us through situations. but, But this situation, it calls for the Lord of the breakthrough. Because the difference between breakthrough and break in is permission. Yeah, yeah. The difference between breakthrough and break in is permission. So my question is this. Are you chasing something that would chase you if you were right of God? Are you chasing something in your life that would chase you if you were right of God? Are you chasing jobs that that you you know you should have, but since you're not in God's will, you can't get it? Are you chasing a a purpose that is not your purpose to have because you're, you're, you're not right of God. These things happen. Put, it put us in a prison. Breakthrough and break in is permission. So what happens is we end up being in the right place, just out of position. In the right place, but out of purpose. Because we can be in a prison and that be the, the, the right place, but we can't come out of it because we're not in God's will. I said this a few weeks ago, and I had to say it again. When we get ourselves in these prisons, it's because we pursue things that we never ask God for permission to pursue. Don't pursue unless you ask God for permission. When we think about breakthrough and and breaking in, I think of it like when you're in a house or or in an apartment complex. You have your key for your door. That's breakthrough. Because you open it and the door is open, you come in. You take that same key and go to a different door, you're, 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 you're breaking in. You're picking a lock. Picking locks where God never told you to be. If it's not your door, why are you at it? It's the difference between breakthrough and break, break, breaking in. Breakthrough is when you have the key, you have the thing, you have it in you. Breaking in is when you have a key on a door that's not for you. And you stayed there and you remain stagnant in a place in which you were not called to be in. Because many of us are in this prison because we want God to, to, to give us what we're not anointed for. Give us what we can't handle. Give us because we say so. Give us because we, we, we think we can do it. But, but, but God is telling us that if you're not anointed or appointed, it, it's not for you. Are you trying to fight battles that God wasn't trying to fight? Are you doing the plan B to God's plan A? What what, what are we doing in life currently? Because the one thing that I have to say is important in our lives today is to make room for Jesus. Because any place in your life that's dying... It's because Jesus isn't in it or Jesus is taking you out of it. Now, I understand the thing about God. I've grown to understand that when God wants to remove you, he'll remove you. If God wants to take you out, he'll take you out whether you want to be taken out or not. That option is not available to you. The only difference is, if Jesus is in it, you'll understand why you should be out of it. If you're in a prison of breakthrough. It's because you haven't asked for permission to open that door. So other parts of your life are dying because Jesus isn't in it. If God is not in the realm, the purpose of his marriage or relationships or friendships, if God is not in the midst of it, it will never come to fruition. It'll it'll never grow because the the, the God that we serve will always give us what our heart desires if he is in it and if it is his purpose. Because we end up in these prisons, because not that God isn't with us. God's with us all the time. God's omnipresent, but because we don't feel Him, because we don't have the discernment to understand that this is God and this is me, and being halfway committed to God puts you automatically in a prison. I remember a preacher said, "Part-time Christians can't beat full-time devils." The devil takes no days off, why are we in these prisons of of breakthroughs? Because we keep trying to break into things that are not meant for us. And it's very interesting because we we, we, we go to church, we praise God on Sundays, we we, we listen to these devotions and stuff like that, and, and then we go to live a whole different life in rotation. And we do it all the time. Sunday because we're so excited. We, we have our time of God. and We're so into it. And then once we get out of that realm, out of that presence, we go and live a different life in rotation. Yet we say we don't like fake people. We want to serve God and show I am, I am in your will. But then I want to do something completely different afterwards. But then I, I, I want to say, keep the fake people away from me. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like fake people, stop doing to God what you don't want done to you. Because if you're in His prison, you're serving Him for your life, but then you want to do your own thing afterwards. Stop being fake. Keep yourself in that prison and do what you want to do. But if God's calling you to more, it requires you to understand that that God has to fix your heart before He fixes you. Why? Because if He doesn't, if He fixes the sin. In your life. If he fixes the issue and not the person, the issue will come back again because the person hasn't been changed. That's why we end up in these prisons. Because when it comes to fixing our hearts, fixing us is an internal thing that we have to go through. If it's not internally done, the external things come back. That's why when it comes to X's, if you don't fully let go of the X, they can come back at any point in time because the issue has not changed. The issue will be the same. If the person has changed, then it becomes easier to let go of the issue. So the idea that that I want you to do is understand that we have to come out of this prison. Of breakthrough and make a decision. Because when we don't view what God is doing in the right way, we don't view life right in general. It's that simple. When we don't view what God is doing, when we don't have maturity and focus, then the purpose in our life will feel like prison. It will. I say, I say in the sense of when, when we think about the dreams that we have in life and, it's our per- and we have the push daily, time and time and time again, and then we complain about it. But it's what we want to do. When we don't have maturity and focus, you'll feel like you're in prison. So, we have to come out of this prison of breakthrough. Understand that God has given us the key to get out of it. And, and it's a, a, a picture of a person in a prison cell and the door is open, but they're so used to being in prison, they can't come out. Like, I like this box that I'm in. This is more this is safe for me. I like this relationship I'm in. It's toxic, but I understand it. But God's calling us to break through those barriers, break through those things like that, that are not meant for us to be in and to operate in his will and in his purpose. The paralyzed man, yeah, the paralyzed man, simply put, was healed because he broke through the barriers of life. He didn't break in. The people who came to take him out did not break in. They broke through. They have permission to come in. So they knew if they could help him, God would be showing himself strong. So break through those issues in your life. Break through those bad habits. Break through those issues because God has given you the key to do so. Go forth today. Understand that, that we have to remain steadfast that the devil